down I took a shot of cocaine and I shot my woman down Went right home and I went to bed I stuck that loving 44 beneath my head Got up next morning and I grabbed my gun I took a shot of cocaine and away I run Made a good run but I run too slow They overtook me down in war is Mexico Laid in the hot joint, taking the pill In walked the sheriff from the Jericho Hill He said, Willie Lee, your name is not Jack Brown You're the dirty hack that shot your woman down Yes, oh yes, my name is Willie Lee If you've got a warrant, just read it to me Shot her down, cause she made me slow I thought I was her daddy, but she had five more Carcass in that county jail The next morning About a half past nine I spied a sheriff Coming down the line He kinda coughed As he cleared his throat He said come on you dirty Hack to the district court Into the courtroom My trial began Where I was held By twelve honest men Just before the jury Started I I saw that dirty judge commence to look about on me the judge smiled as he picked up his pen 99 years in the Folsom State pen 99 years underneath that ground I can't forget the day I shut that bad bitch down come on you gotta listen on to me lay off that whiskey and let that cocaine be See a prayer to my dear son. 
show it looks like everything is working again hopefully uh we'll 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 see how it goes if not i got my phone ready to go for all the stories that i need here uh rhino says Alyssa milano with her crochet shut up you know how to spell it yeah i don't know if that's right or not but it looks right to me uh with her crocheted mask was the best that was pretty fantastic to wear a mask that was crocheted and i mean just the stupidity involved with that phenomenal is the dead air still more entertaining than that other? Yeah, yes. Yes, it is. Yes, Chaz, man, it's still better than anything on the radio. So Gold says, we're back. I can hear Tommy singing cocaine blues. Now, I got some interesting, a, a couple things uh, need to run by, y'all, figure something out here. Um, somebody told me, you, you, you know how we had that, that moment a couple weeks ago where we had the talk about somebody falling down allegedly into a wine rack? And how they went back on the air and they were a guest on their own show and they're going to be taking some time off. Somebody sent me an email saying, did this person really even take time off? Because I guess that person's back. Now, it could be because, I I don't know, I mean, what's this? Something I heard this week. I'm not sure. I, and, and by the way, this is just hearsay. This is a great song. I don't know why we're playing this right now. Very, very strange to be playing this. I, I guess my computers aren't fixed. That's toy. Why is this song playing while I'm trying to give you an update on a nemesis? It might be. Oh. Oops. That's just, you know, from around the campfire. Uh, I'm not sure, but, you know, that's understandable. Just just, just want to throw that out there. By the way, um, I'm going to take this moment right here to to do a little crowing. And, and no, it's not on, uh, it's not on that shitbird. It's on another shitbird. By the way, is the, uh, is this working here? Everything working up here? Chat room working. Looks like everything's kind of working. Um, 
Do you guys remember the name Don Geronimo? Oh, I remember the good old days of Don and Mike in the afternoon. Boy, oh, boy, they were a very talented show out of Washington, D.C. I liked them a lot. I thought they were really funny guys. Um, I liked their brand of radio. Well, they broke up. A terrible accident happened, took one of their, their wives, and they split up and went their separate ways. Mike, I believe, went on to do a podcast somewhere, and I guess is still doing it. I'm not sure. Oh, yes, I was at his stand-up show in Sack when he fell off the stage and cracked his head open crazy. Well, let's talk about when he came to Sacramento, when Don came to Sacramento. The first thing that Don Geronimo did was to make a name for himself. And this is old-school radio, and this is what you do when you're trying to, when you're a big fish, and he thought he was a big fish in that market, but he wasn't. The first person he went after was Marques Allen. Why? Because Marques Allen, pretty much like it or not, at that time especially, was kind of the face of Sacramento. I mean, he interviewed all the movie stars. He went to all the red carpets. He was at the Academy Awards. And Don decided to go after him on his little radio show. And he had an afternoon show at first. And then they bumped him down earlier, and he started at noon. And when he saw that he was getting no traction going after TV people, he turned his focus. And I'll never, ever forget this because I was called into this meeting. Um, Our midday guy, a guy who I would gladly fucking, I, I I, I would get shot in like the pinky ring or the pinky finger. For this guy, and that's Pat Martin. I love Pat Martin. Well, Don Geronimo decided to start going after him. And I'll never forget because there was an event that was happening. It was a radio event that we didn't have to go to because, well, we're the morning show. And Pat had to go there. And Pat was kind of nervous. He says, well, what should I do if this guy comes up and starts accosting I think I was in the room to, to lend the, the verbal support of whoop his fucking ass. But I know Pat wasn't going to do that. And everybody told Pat, hey, hey, just, just let him do his thing. You're better than that. He knows you're better than that. Sure enough, the thing went off, and Don Geronimo sat in the corner by himself because Don Geronimo is a little man. Now, if that event didn't didn't knock his dick in the dirt to not fuck with people at our radio station. Well, then they moved him to mornings. And who was the biggest dog in the morning in that yard? It was us. And he decided to, to, to point his guns our way. Um, he made fun of my suicide attempt on the air, which, by the way, I, I don't have a problem with. Hey, I, I was a coward. I tried to chicken out. I tried to take the easy way out. He made fun of that. He said all kinds of really, really bad things about me. Didn't bother me. I was like, whatever. Came out and said that a person I worked with was a known 
pedophile. And we did nothing about it, even though those are libel claims. And I always ask the question, why aren't you suing? And the answer was repeated to me a few times, and, and I understand the answer because of the stupid industry we're in. If we were to sue, that means we're acknowledging him. We would treat him like Roman Reigns for all my wrestling fans out there. He's like the radio host from Wayne's World. Sphincter says what? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so we didn't go after him. But then there was the incident. This incident got me in trouble. And to this day, uh, and, and, and what happened was is that we were on the air the day of the Boston Marathon bombing. And there was a point somewhere in there where I said something, and it was funny, because, you see, that was my job, was to find levity in all situations. That is, quote-unquote, my talent. And I did it. Now, I did not make fun of the old man who, whose leg got blown off. I didn't make fun of anybody who got hurt. I don't even remember what I said, because it was so, it was one of those non- non-big ones. It was just something I threw out there in passing, and it stuck, and it was funny, and we laughed, and we were able to go to commercial break. Well, due to some wonderful digital ed- editing, Don Geronimo sent that audio tape, by the way, illegally, by recording our show, to a Boston television station and said the radio hosts are making fun of the people. The interesting thing about automation in radio is this, is that once you go automated, everything is always recorded. Every single thing you say is recorded to where when you get a call from the FCC and they say, we want this, um, we want a clip from 731, you know, 08, whenever the bombing happened. Starting at 7.30, going all the way to 8 o'clock. And we have to provide them with that. Your, your broadcasting license depends on that. We provided that to them. We were suspended for three days. I had the general managers of Alaska, Reno, and I believe Merced personally call me. I don't give my phone number out to GMs. I don't like general managers. There's only one general manager I liked, and he was listening that day, and he said he didn't even need to hear it because he knew I didn't do anything wrong. But I had three general managers call me and say, you said nothing wrong. I said, I'm aware. Alicia says, now my Mixler is being a cunt. Goddamn Mixler. To where Don Geronimo had to go out and publicly apologize to us. And we were taken out of the equation because the station wanted it. Because it made our station look bad. And the reason why it looked bad is because the biggest market that, that at that time Intercom owned was in Boston. Boston. 
So, needless to say, Don Geronimo is a big twat waffle, in my opinion, and I hate his guts. Well, he got in trouble again this weekend. His real name is Michael Source, and he um, he was covering the Washington Commanders because he's a big Washington, D.C. guy. He lives there, and he used to work for the Redskins. Now he works for the Commanders. And he said, hey, look, Barbie's here. Hi, Barbie girl. He shouted towards um, a Washington-based reporter, WUSA 9 reporter, Charlotte McBride. He he shouted this at her, and he says, I'm guessing she's a cheerleader. Uh, McBride mentioned that she was the woman the, uh, he thought was tight. He says, yeah, I screamed tight when, when she was young before I cut off. He thought she was a cheerleader. After a couple days off, the radio station decided to fire Don Geronimo after he just signed a new three-year contract. Well, um, man, oh, man, Don, I hope you're listening, stealing ideas away from me. Try this one. I don't get a lot of joy out of people losing their livelihood, but I do with him because he's a fucking scumbag. Michael Source, you're a big piece of shit. I hate your guts. I th- Truly, truly, th- there's no other person on this earth. I wish this more. Well, there's one other person. I hope you die of ass cancer. There's only one other person. But, Don, I, I hope that happens to you. And you see, I was even nice. I could have gone down the shock road and talked about his wife, Frida, who was killed in a car accident, who probably killed herself because she was married to him. But see, I didn't do that. You know why? Because I'm a nice guy. See, I could have gone down that road, but I didn't. Why? Nice guy here. So Don Geronimo fired, and I am very, very happy. Now, something else I'm happy about. There's nothing I enjoy more. I got to say, really. Then when these celebrities, they decide to, to use their money, and they're going to do it for good, right? For quote-unquote good. Whether that's bringing drinking water to Zimbabwe, you know, fucking buying a homeless person a tent. I, I don't care. This is the one, though, that I don't like. Several years ago, and this is how this was written. This is not me saying this. NBA all-time great LeBron James. Now, now, now. Can we say he's an all-time great? He only has three titles. I mean, everybody with four titles is better than he is. He'll try to do mornings on 98 Rock. Um, LeBron James, a few years ago, decided that he was going to use some of his own money and transform the lives of at-risk kids and parents in his hometown of Akron, Ohio. Great job. 
Now, you know what? That's using your money for good. Problem. The I Promise School opened in 2018 as part of the Akron Public School System. But it has been multiple years since the school's fall class of 8th grade students produced passing scores for Ohio math test. The last time students passed the state's math requirements happened when they were in third grade. The the school's director says, oh, it's discouraging. You think? You think it's discouraging? It's discouraging that this guy opened a school and they can't even, he has money. And he wants to better the lives of these people, and he can't even teach them math? The school is considered a public school, but it operates with LeBron James Family Foundation. The school receives identical local, state, and federal funding as any other public school. But it gets even more money from LeBron. I love it. I absolutely love it because this is what happened to Kanye. Remember Kanye opened a school, and I guess v- Kanye's back on Twitter or X. By the way, if you're getting upset over the X in Twitter, I want your life. I want your problems because if that's your biggest problem, I want it. I will not use Twitter anymore because now it's an X. That's just stupid. And by the way, they tweeted that out. But you remember Kanye. Kanye started his weird school where they were serving sushi every day to the kids. Not that I don't, I, I like sushi on the West Coast. Texas sushi, not that good. Um, serving sushi every day. Kids got to wear all these black T-shirts at, at school. And it's not even an accredited school. You got to pay like, is it 15 grand a year or is it 50 grand a year? You got to pay an exorbitant amount of money. But it's not even an accredited school. So your kid could go to school there for four years and want to get into a high school. And the high school goes, well, your kid's still in four years ago grade because that's not an accredited school. Oh, sure, that kid can rap and be a weirdo, but stop it. Remember what happened to Oprah Winfrey's school in Africa? Remember that? We remember the, 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 the controversy, uh, oh, just uh, small controversy if you weren't paying attention a few years ago. Uh, like 20 girls were raped at the school. No biggie. No biggie. Nothing to see here. We're doing good. We're philanthropists. Get the Miz to take it over. You'll have them counting title runs to learn math. The LeBron James Family Foundation released a statement saying it remains steadfast in the commitment. We worked when we started this work to wrap around students through education. We entered this partnership for the long haul. Yeah, yeah. I'm betting it's probably only got about a year or two left. See, once again, once again, just donate your money. Just give your money away. Don't start a school. Why do you want to start a school? Do they they even have a football team? I mean, are their athletics programs second to none? Is that what this is? Is this this an athlete mill? Because if so, then I can get behind that. 
I'll get behind that all day long. I love celebrities so much. I got into it with a guy recently on uh didn't really get into it. He was uh he was trying to chastise me because this is the way I look at the writer's strike that's happening. Not the writers, the actor's strike. If you don't know what's happening in Hollywood, God bless you. I, I will I will burden that bear that cross for you. The actors originally went out on strike to support the writers who hadn't been given a raise in five years, and they were worried that AI would start to take over. So they want some assurances in place, and I can't blame the writers for that, the unsung heroes who aren't very talented anymore in Hollywood. But then the actors decided, hey, wait a second, we're going to go on strike too because we're not getting enough money from the streaming platforms. So I equate it this way. All you guys, uh, and and even gals, if you're out there, if you've been construction workers, because I saw this video, and I made a comment on the video about it. It was an an actor who's not a very good actor. He's been in a a show a few times. And daily, he gets residual checks. Now, these are mailed to you. Some people set up direct deposit, but not this guy. And it was a random Wednesday, and he had been sent... Five or six hundred dollars worth of residual checks. And he was breaking them down. Oh, this one's only $58. This one's $49. But see, here's the thing he gets that every week. Every time that show is played, he gets a residual check, which used to be enough. But what actors want now is they want to get paid if you watch a certain episode of Sons of Anarchy. Let's say you watch the last episode, and there's a guy in that episode who has never been in any other episodes. He wants to get paid every time you watch that at home on your streaming device. So if you're watching Netflix and you got Sons of Anarchy and you go to the last one and you watch that one five times, he wants to get paid five times for that. So I asked this actor, I said, so should we be paying construction workers every time a house resells. Now think about this. Construction worker, he he, he gets his job, he does his job, he builds a house. And let's say they sell that house. Now he's been paid to build that house, but they've now sold the house, and then they sell it again. Does that construction worker get paid again for that house? And if not, why? Now the one caveat I had to him was, if you were to play your person, and he never got this. He kept, he kept trying to say something about the fact that this is what you know, music rights are about, and you have no idea. I was like, yeah, okay, I don't know anything. Um, but what actors want would be this. Every time that you're at home, and let's say you got a record player, okay, or, or, or a CD player, and every single time, on your personal CD player, you play. Every time that single-handedly played, you have to send a penny to the trust fund of Edward Van Halen. You, you have to. You bought the album, and now you're playing at home, but every time you play it, you need to pay them for listening to it. That's what actors want. And this guy didn't want to have any part of that conversation. 
He's like, he was trying to make this about the music industry because he was a musician and he'd probably been uh, scorned somehow. And I was like, dude. By the way, this will end Hollywood. I'm I'm just going to tell you right now, get ready for years of terrible, terrible entertainment. I think the actors will end up breaking first. The reason being, they're not getting paid right now. They're getting residual checks. You know who else isn't getting paid right now? The best boys and the key gaffers, the caterers. Those people aren't getting paid either. I think it's in the contracts for new homes built around the SAC area that builders do get paid again when the house is resold, 99% sure. Builders do. I'm talking about the actual construction workers, not the builders. The builders would be like the record company. Talking about the construction workers, like the actors. Because once a movie sells, if, if, if Netflix has the rights to Seinfeld right now and their rights run out, then they then Netflix then either loses it and Hulu picks it up and then Hulu has to pay a bunch of money. And of course the parent company is going to get that money because the parent company owns it. We're talking every time you stream, every time you watch an episode, you need to send the actors money. I think it's fantastic. Wonderful plan. You're going to end Hollywood. You're going to give us more stars like Todd and his wife, Julia Chrisley, who, by the way, are serving prison time right now. I I, want to read the headline to you because I think this is pretty fantastic. Todd Chrisley's celebrity status led to nightmare prison treatment. No one seems to care, says the lawyer. Um, Holy shit! I don't know about you, but whenever I think about, like, prison and going to prison, I don't think it's going to be a good time. Nightmare prison. That is the stuff nightmares are made out of. Oh, it's really bad for him because he's a celebrity? Oh, it's really bad? It's not just bad. Uh, Let's see. The living conditions are horrible. Well, it's a prison. And it was reported that there was a poisonous snake that was let into Julie's cell. As of this day, she is sitting in a 100-degree temperature with no air conditioning, and no one seems to care. No, because she fucking embezzled money. She got caught. No one seems to care. See, his lawyer gets it. I, I, I mean, I mean, really. I mean, it, it, it's prison. What did you think was going to happen? See, Billy Idol gets it. I don't know why she doesn't get it. Meanwhile, Todd has no air conditioning. Plumbing conditions are bad. There is mold and fungus everywhere. And again, no one seems to care. The son, Chase Grizzly, says, uh, no shit. I don't care if you killed somebody. If you're in a government facility, you should have air conditioning. Like, that's just ridiculous. Um, 
is uh, I didn't see Ogre on here. I don't know if Ogre's here or not. Um, is, is that in the Bill of Rights? Is, is that somewhere in the Bill of Rights that if you commit a crime in America, you are guaranteed air conditioning? Then his ugly sister decided to get in. Air conditioning is the least of it. Whenever you've got black mold, asbestos, lead-based paint, snakes, it's not fear factor. I've never heard two people complain more about prison than the Grizzlies. And, and look, look here. What did you, what did you think was it was going to be? Did did you think it was going to be like an Ernest movie? Wait, prisons don't have a masseuse sitting in your cell at times for you to get a massage when you want? Todd has another poisonous snake in his cell. <laughs> you know, the best way not to have a shitty time in prison, Arnie, don't get sent to prison. The more you know. See, once again, educational program going on right here. Three hots and a cot. That's what's guaranteed, you motherfuckers. Is not. <laughs> also, when you commit a crime and become an inmate... The only right you have is not to be tortured. Oh, they can come out and go, oh, no air conditioning is torture. Well, actually, it's not. There are a lot of people in this country that live without air conditioning. They're pumpkin. Joe Perro was the best sheriff ever, Tenth City. Prison, it ain't the fucking Hilton. Hey, Todd, do you, do you want to improve your current situation? Do you have a butthole? Oh, Scott, I am, I am going to go ahead and say that his butthole is getting used. And it's not against his will. I'm, I'm just going to tell you that right now. I have never been so sure of somebody being a fruit. And, hey, if that's your deal, that's your deal. He, he, I think he probably swung both ways. He knocked up his, his, his chunky wife. What, three times? I think there was a, probably another dude in the room. Got him close, and then he finished off in there. I, I, not since Liberace. I, I mean, this, this, guy, this guy has got definite Liberace vibe to him. I'm sure he's getting a nightly prostate massage. They're mad because they don't have air conditioning. Man, oh, man. Boy, good old Mbatu down in fucking in, 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 in Uganda who got her titties flapping out in the, in, in the river where there's Ebola floating around, holding one of her 17 children that she's got because she's married to the fucking tribe leader, and she got a hammer, and she's mining for cobalt, too. She's like, yeah, boy, I feel bad for the Grizzlies. They don't have air conditioning in prison. Oh, wait a second. Is that a tiger that has my baby by the head? Oh, no, it's a hippo. My bad. Let me swing one of my giant titties at him. (laughs) I don't have air conditioning in prison. Oh... I love our world so much. I really, really do. Oh, it's such a great place. Oh, when they get uh, when they get out, that crossover series with Meghan Markle is going to be the worst TV ever. Oh God, good old Meghan Markle. Let's have some good. Let, let let's do some good news here, shall we? 
there's great news to report. Um, there is a new study of a vaccine that they're using on mice, and they are saying, and this is they, they are saying that this could be the end of Alzheimer's. Yep. They found that the shot not only did not clear, uh, it, it cleared harmful amboid plaque from the brain, it also prevented the behavioral changes that normally plague all time so Alzheimer's sufferers. Now, if you've never experienced Alzheimer's, it sucks. My grandmother, Edna, God love her. Um, she had it, and, and, and she didn't remember who I was. She didn't remember who my dad was. Now, it says it, it clears up symptoms, which I don't know if painting your car with blue house paint. She had, a, like, a 46 or 56 Ford Falcon, and she would paint it with blue house paint, chrome and all. Did nothing to address the giant hole in the floorboard in the back seat where I could wave at cars behind me. But she died of Alzheimer's. They, I mean, legendary actor uh, James Doohan, Scotty. I'm giving her all she's got, Captain, from Star Trek. He had it. Charlton Heston. Moses. The man who parted the Red Sea and then led the NRA and said, you'll pry this from my cold, dead hands. Died of Alzheimer's, and now we finally have something that could stop the disease. Jalapeno. Oh, man. I heard there's a cure for Alzheimer's. Joe Biden will probably claim he did it. Claim he did what? I don't know what you're talking about. And here we go. Another TikTok fucking challenge. How about we do that? How is how is the page invalid? All right, computer starting to shit the bed again. Mm-hmm. Rock Hudson did not have Alzheimer's. No, I don't know why he'd bring that up. Teens are being urged to drink herbal supplements to help prevent bloating in a TikTok trend that has spooked health experts. Dramatic videos show people undertaking the do-it-yourself detoxes and cleanses have racked over almost a billion views. Um... They're ingesting really dangerous, uh, toxic chemicals. Experts are concerned about the dangerous uh, supplement and its effectiveness. They're talking about using wormwood. One of the supposed herbal remedies is being pushed, which can be toxic if taken in large quantities. It works as a laxative. Oh, that's shitty. Hey, now. So they just pretty much want you to take a drop of this in your water and you're going to start shitting for like 48 hours a day. Let, let, me, let me just say this right now. Ask family, let's all gather around, shall we? Didn't my grandma have what? She didn't have wormwood. No, she didn't have wood. Um... If you're taking medical advice off of TikTok, I'm just I, I, I'm just gonna put this out 
You were literally too stupid to insult. I mean, I, 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 I hate to be rude. You, you, you know, I don't like it. You know, you, you know, I don't like to be rude to people. But if you're, if you're like, hey, I was on TikTok and I saw this really, really cool idea that'll get us healthy. Are you trying to sound like a fool? I'm you sound to like a fool. Sound you sound, you sound like a fool. That's- Sounds like something you might blow your britches out for. Yeah. Um, Parasite cleanse, one time a year. Must be having at least one to two easy-to-pass daily bowel movements to do a parasite cleanse. Hey, see, maybe it's because I don't travel to, like, you know, fucking dark, treacherous, you know, places of unknown to where I'm worried that uh, there are parasites in my system. Is this something, Alicia, I I know you were here earlier. Are parasites like a, a regular everyday occurrence that we got to be taking advice from TikTok? I don't mind being an ass if I have to. Yeah, I mean, if you have to, you just have to. So if I poop like five plus times a day, this is a cleanse for me. I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, see, this is, this, this is the whole thing. Uh, the liquid supplement's called Paragard. It can be bought online. Um, it's made by Zaller Firm product. Uh, the Paragard liquid contains a blend of ingredients, including wormwood. Uh, oh, a bitter herb used in absinthe. That's good. Pumpkin seed, garlic bulb to optimize digestive flora and support a healthy intestine, intestinal balance. Just go to Taco Bell. Just go to Taco Bell and get a bean burrito. And hopefully, see, see, I have, I have a, a, we have a place here called Taco Casa, and I like their bean burritos better because their beans are more, uh, there's more sustenance to them. You know, nothing worse than when you go to Taco Bell and you get a bean burrito and it's kind of a runny one. You know you're going to be shitting a lot that day. So if you're worried that you got parasites running through you, just go into Taco Bell. They, they'll, they'll have you. We all know parasites exist in Congress. I've done a parasite cleanse, and it is not pleasant. Oof. These cleanses are brought to you by Kamala Harris and the Group for Population Control. Well, she did say... We invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population. More of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water. This guy may be like... The dumbest person on the face of the earth. I mean, I'm just guessing. So now, ask family. I need I, I need your help here for this one here. Um, let, let's let's play just a real quick version of. You make the call. Let's say that your teenage child comes running up to you, and they say, "Hey, mom or dad." I found this new really cool health trick, and I want to start doing it. And I found it on TikTok. You make the call. My question is, what would you do or say in that situation?
Uh, let's see. V Coop says play dog shit and jerk off and uh, swallow an earbud. Then the parasites will kill themselves. Ken Dog says, nope. I asked what you would do if your kid came to you and said they are taking health advice off of TikTok. Uh, Mage says, I'd beat my kid and break his phone. Okay. Scott says, can I sell you a bridge? We aren't all jumping off bridges. That's a big nope. College Jason says, I would pull a Rick James. What did the five fingers say to the face? Slap. And then there's always this Rick James. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> Cocainum. 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 You asked for it. I'll tell them I'm happy they can at least find the location of a job interview. No shit. I would look at the video with them and discuss it and probably say no. Well, it's the, the hot mama being the adult out of all of us. Good for you, hot mama. Oh, you want to do a parasite cleanse? Go for it. Here's my care. Here, here's what I would do. I, 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 I would, I would take them out front, grab the garden hose as long as it wasn't run over, and I'd stick it right in their hindquarters and turn it on. And go. There's your cleanse right there. Enjoy. No more parasites for you, dummy. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Cocaine them. Oh, man. Uh, hold on a second here. We got some breaking news. Oh, wow. This is breaking. Hold on. Let me get the right news. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing. And listen. A new vaccine appears to stop Alzheimer's in its tracks. <laughs> Study of a vaccine in mice not only found that the shot cleared harmful amboid plaque from the brain, it also prevented the behavioral change that normally plagues Alzheimer's sufferers. Oh my God, that is fantastic. My grandmother, you know, God rest her soul, I love that woman so much. Um, she had Alzheimer's. She didn't remember me. She didn't remember my dad. And it, it maybe, I, I don't know if these are part of the symptoms for it, but she used to paint her, her 46 or 56 Ford Falcon with blue house paint, chrome and all. And there was the, the one thing she didn't address was the big hole in the back seat, the, in, the, in the floor. I could touch the ground and wave at cars behind me. But this is awesome news right here. I mean, this could save the lives of actors because we've lost people like James Doohan from Star Trek. Scotty, I can't give you any more, Captain. And fucking, of course, Charlton Heston, the guy who played Moses, parted the Red Sea, led the NRA, said, you'll pry this out of my cold, dead hands. Had Alzheimer's. And now we got something that's going to stop it in its tracks? Holy shit! Look at them donuts! (laughs) Man, oh man. That's terrible, Arnie. Talk about living in the wrong era because now we have a vaccine for Alzheimer's. We do? Holy shit. Special Kale says, did you know Charlton Heston died of Alzheimer's? I did. He would have said this vaccine, take this vaccine from my cold, dead hands. Swoosh says a vax for Alzheimer's? Joe Biden will probably take credit for it. Oh, you know he will. (laughs) My God. That's great news. (laughs) Phone number is 775-357-FANS. God damn it, stop burping, Arnie. Arnie Radio 1 at gmail.com and hit me up on Mixler as well.
First, I, ha- I have two fights, and then nature is not even nature's best friend. First one, though, comes at a screening in Brazil of Barbie. Now, this has got potential. Why? Lots of kids there. Lots of kids to see two women fight it out at Barbie. Please. Here we go. Okay, this lady... There you go. I'm posting it for you. Ladies standing up, wearing pink. Here comes another gal. Lady talking all kinds of shit. Uh oh. Here comes a bigger gal. Oh, she pushed her down in the face. She pushed her down by the face. Good God. Oh, there we go. She tried to hit her with a purse. Oh, that was it? That's it? Oh, she only only got pushed down by the face. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, that was no good. I I was hoping a lot for that one, but there it is. Yeah, Buenos Dias, Ogre. Says, Buenos dias, familia. Fuck, it sucks when your computer work shuts the fucking bed and eggheads all point at each other and have me do these same useless things like unplug this, plug it back, even had to call my internet provider, and the stack car on the chat said everything was running fine. I'm having problems too today, Ogre. I don't know what it is. Did one say the house in Malibu is bigger and the other got one? <laughs> I don't know what started it, but it lackluster fight, but that's okay. It's not our only one. We have a fight that includes drunk people. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's no, there's no, oh, I have to save this story. I apologize. Uh, There's no, this is not a drunk fight. No, let me go to the Wildebeest video. Um, Well, why is nothing working? 
Uh, do you have a video stream? No, not yet. I'm working on it. Uh, let's see here. Let's let's go back out. Let's let's see if wildebeest will do it now. Safari can't open the page. Well, the story is a wildebeest calf. Here, maybe y'all can watch it. If y'all can watch it, uh, I can't watch it. So there you go. Maybe maybe that'll be. Oh, let's see. Go to link. Cannot open. Oh, awesome. Fantastic. Anyway, a wildebeest calf. So a baby wildebeest is out in the wild, right? And it's getting some water. And then out of nowhere, well, I shouldn't say out of nowhere. It's getting water out of a, 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 a riverbed there in, I, I think this is Africa. And what, ha- what hangs around the riverbeds? That's right, crocodiles. <laughs> but, but, hey, good news, good news. The wildebeest got away. Was able to run away into the loving arms and teeth of a hungry lion and <laughs> Oh wait here oh we might have the video here. Oh I got the video. I found the video. Oh here we go. Alright, come on now, play. This video could not be loaded either because the server or network failed. But is it is it trying to now? Let's go let's let's refresh it. Come on, watch the video. Damn it! Not working. I want to see a wildebeest get eaten by a lion. I forgot there was a vaccine for Alzheimer's just in time, too. I painted my car blue and dodged dwarfs on the street. Oh, wait, here we go. What's this? I don't want the mom holding a baby out the window. I want the wildebeest. That's stupid. That No. No, I don't want that. I want the damn wildebeest video. It happened in Kenya. I've never been there, but oh, here we go. There it is. There, he's trying to get away. Oh, he's jumping away. Hippity hoppity. Oh, there's a line. Oh, fuck. There we go. He's just, oh, wow. It's like he's playing Frogger with the crocodiles. Oh, thank God. Oh, there's a rock. Oh, there's dry land. Oh, my gosh. Thank God I got away from that. I can't wait to tell the kids at the park about this. Let me go up this hill. No, fuck. Oh, God, there's a lion. That lion's going to fucking catch me. Oh, I'm going to be eaten. Oh, I'm going to be fucking... Fu- oh, I'm going to be... I'm going to be lion shit. Oh, God almighty. That is awesome. See, that was worth it. You wild this must have been Epstein in prior life. I've been there. Gorgeous. Yes, Kenya, gorgeous. Gorgeous! Now, uh, we have an update. On our, our little friend Carly Russell. You remember Carly Russell? Carly Russell was the gal in Alabama who said she saw a toddler on the side of the road after stopping to get snacks at Target. And she stopped and she was kidnapped. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. She was kidnapped. And then two days later she showed back up. Well, it turned out. And 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 not surprised by this was number one bratty kid who called this one out from the get go. It was all a lie. Now she's not really come out and said why it was a lie, but it's a lie. Here's the good news. Here's the update. She could face up to a year in jail. Oh, that's so glorious. That is so glorious. Nathan, call 911. 
Or she could be fined $6,000 if cops charge her for making up the story about being kidnapped during the interview. If, if, there ain't no ifs about this. This ain't a Rudyard Kipling fucking poem. Bam, that's knowledge, son. Yeah, yeah, don't act like you're not impressed that I know Rudyard Kipling. Mm-hmm. If they charge her, if. You spent man hours on this. People donated $63,000 to her, and she ain't giving it back. Um, who, who's this from? Is, is, uh, Carly's actions created hurt, confusion, and dishonesty. I was made aware of the false narrative after coming to the defense of my ex, Carly Russell. Myself and my family's nature was to react in love and genuine concern. We are disgusted from the outcome of this entire situation. I strongly feel exactly like you, blindsided. You need to capitalize blindsided there. Uh, with Carly's actions, this is still an ongoing investigation, but with all the recent information in her confession, now we gain closure with this situation. Thank you to all my friends, family, and the nation for support through this. I want to also send my prayers and thanks to Miss Angela Haley Harris's her, her team and all her volunteers, thank you again for your unwavering support. The severity in this matter has not been overlooked, and I deeply respect the genuine support shared during the situation. Please continue to keep us in your prayers. By the way, she's already attained a high-priced lawyer. There goes that $63,000. That shit's gone. <laughs> Got away, and pow, here comes the line. All it's missing is the lion maybe catching his dinner or a hunter. See, you know what, the Ogre, that video, it would have been great if there had been a hunter station somewhere and then shot the wildebeest and the lion at the same time. 6K, good thing she got 65 from donations. A lie like, we don't know who the co cocaine is. So if boyfriend breaks up with her side dick moving in soon, I give it a few weeks. Oh, this was all about side dick. This was side dick. This was nothing. In, uh, when the police came out, well, she was not in a hotel and she was not with anyone else. Now, come on. Why you got this girl's back so much? Uh-oh. Is this side piece a cop? Oh. Oh, wouldn't that make this delicious? Wouldn't that make this even more nutritious and more? Th this would be, th th this is like... Not knowing that you're getting chocolate sauce on something. Oh, how great would that be if the side dick was a cop? Oh. So she gets a whole bunch of money and it's going to a lawyer. Hmm, time to investigate the lawyer. This is like straight out of wild things. Yeah, minus the attractive girls. Now, 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 let's not compare it to one of the, the greatest cinematic features of all time, Denise Richards getting naked in early age before she was tainted by Charlie Sheen. 43 minutes into the movie, Xanadu happens. We see Denise Richards' boobs. I'm just telling you right now, Nev Campbell, ugh, get out. Get somebody else in there that's better looking. Wasn't Rebecca De Mornay in that movie? Put her in there naked. 
Y'all are wrong on an expert on this story. Boyfriend was going to break up with her, and she was trying to get him to stay. Okay. <laughs> this is like hideous things starring Precious. Whoa. Boy, that's not a sex scene I want to see. Man, oh, man. Good old, good old Precious romping around with Tyler Perry. Woof. That is a lot of skin. God damn, that's bad. Now, I had this mentioned earlier as a drunk fight, but this is not a fight. There's a lawsuit that's happening. Um, a belligerent drunk on a Delta flight who was served at least 10 vodka drinks and a glass of wine before he started groping a 16-year-old and her mother. Is this Caligula Airlines? Is this the vivid plane? I'm your captain, Peter North. Oh, the windshield just got fucking blasted. Sorry about that. Delta flight attendants, quote, blatantly ignored pleas for help from the women as a male passenger who was drunk uh, behaved aggressively toward them and escalated into inappropriate touching over nearly a nine-hour flight. The mom and daughter are now suing for $2 million. $2 million? This is once again, see, this is where I need to become an attorney. So you know this, this strip mall I'm building? Oh, I haven't told you this yet. Randy Kid and I worked on this this weekend. We're gonna build a. We're gonna build a strip mall, and I'm put all my businesses in there. ABC, Arnie Beach Children there. The Vegan Meat Company that's downstairs. Um, the the fangless uh, the 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 fangless rattlesnake home security system, along with other animals that'll be downstairs as well. Now I'm going to have to open up a law branch. Um, no longer Virgin Airlines. Hey, now. Giggity. Um, why are you only suing for $2 million? You have a plane full of witnesses, and that they, they acknowledge that they served him 10 drinks on the plane? My God. And he started to grope you, and you're pleading for help, and nobody's helping you. I would, I would, I would change the M to a B. I would be suing for two billion dollars. The intoxicated Delta passenger appeared to be getting drunker and drunker as the flight attendants continued to serve him. The man was seated next to the plaintiffs. As he got more drunk, he attempted to speak with the 16-year-old who tried to ignore him angered the drunk, and he became aggressive toward the girl and started yelling at her. He also made obscene gestures, demanding to know her address and other information, and grabbed her, putting his hand on her back, which frightened her. I mean, short of, like, you know, taking his cock out and slapping her with it, what more needs to be done? By the way, where were any men on this flight? 
Is this is is this guy the Undertaker? Other passengers started to notice as the man was screaming loudly at them. When the woman told flight attendants the man was drunk and making them feel unsafe, they told her to just be patient and walked away. He put his head down for about 30 seconds, shot back up, and ran to the restroom where he was heard vomiting. The mother and daughter asked to be moved and asked him asked not to serve him any more drinks. The flight attendants brushed them off. Open and shut case. They were flying from uh, uh, New York City. New York City! That's really appropriate. uh, To Greece. Well, how old are you, little girl? Would you would you like to see my penis? Do, do you think he looked at mom and said, How much for the little girl? I, I want to buy your women, the little girl, your daughters. Sell them to me. Sell me your children. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> Cocaine. Oh, God. I love seeing stories like that. What happened to the let's roll mentality on airlines? You remember that? But did he fall into a wine rack? No word on if he did that. <laughs> Repeatedly. Now, now l- l- let me ask you this. Uh, d- just real quick. Just uh, Do you think... You think this was playing when he fell? Do you, do you think that was playing? I, I I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm I'm not sure. I'm not an expert. I'll try to look into it though. Um, God, in a new story, th- this is just. Uh, let, let me tell you this right now. I'm gonna tell you why. Why this idea that men think that they can have babies now? There's no way. Okay. Look, look, men can put up with a lot of pain. I get it. But there ain't nobody who's put up with more pain than a woman giving birth. Okay, she's passing out a 12-pound chunk out of her cooter. Okay? All right, I I mean, that's got to be painful. This This is the worst thing I've ever read in my entire life. No, I don't want any part of this. Cesarean births are getting a much-needed makeover with a new technique, giving moms the control by allowing them to lift their own newborns from their own wombs. Not to mention... Now, look here. I'm I'm just going to tell you this right now. If I'm looking down and the doctors are cutting up on me down there, 
and they're like, hey, we want you to pull this out, I'd be like, why did you go to fucking medical school? Uh, I need to answer this. Um, I'm tired of political messages in country songs. I was just asked what uh, I was thought about Tyler, uh, uh, they're, they're, they're the Tyler Childress, country artist. He just released a, a music video to his new song, and the video is about gay coal miners back in the old days, and it wasn't allowed, and they got beat up. All right, well, great, awesome. Sorry, sorry that that people were closed-minded then. I don't know what else to tell you. Um, a new wave of obstetricians are making women feel more empowered in the operating theater by offering maternal assisted cesarean. Mac, I don't want any part of that. I ain't taking nothing out of me. Are they going to be doing this with other operations too? Hey, uh, Arnie, we want you to reach back and yank one of them kidneys out. You feel it? Yeah, okay. Just go ahead and just give it a, a nice pull. What, do you not want to be blamed? You, you did it. I didn't do it. Um, see, before now, you could probably count on one hand how many political country songs there were. Johnny Cash had about four of them, and Proud to be an Okie from Muskogee is another. Yeah, I, I'm just tired of it now. No maps, no max. Doctors and new mothers are reporting a list of benefits for a mom and baby after the hands-on procedure including a boost to bonding and moods after birth. My mood is like, why did I pay to do this? If I could have done this at home, go get me an X-Acto knife. I'll cut right there, start pushing. I feel the head. I'll just yank the thing out, and then I got a fucking suture kit. I'll just stitch myself up like Rambo. One of the doctors says it's shown to be a massive difference. Even women who I've offered maternal assist and they didn't know about it or been ambivalent and have said they were glad they did it. I ain't doing it. Uh Uh-uh. No. Ask family ladies, would any of y'all done this? All right, give it a good old pull. Heave ho! What am I missing? (laughs) Right? Trash Panda says there better be a discount on that. No shit. Mom ain't even got gloves on. God, they're showing a picture here. I want to see this. Okay, I guess they did put gloves on, Mom. No, it don't look like I ain't got no gloves on there. That's gross. I have tried arms. I couldn't do it. So weird. No. Just yank that kid on out. God damn. Can you imagine if you're like a nurse and you've never heard of this and you come over there, okay, we're going to give you, wait, wait, you're going to let her pull it out? Oh, yes, it's a new procedure. No, it's not. Uh Uh-uh. I have T-Rex, oh, I have T-Rex arms. I couldn't do it. Ugh. And then you got you take the baby out, it's covered in all that goop and all that fucking, you know, shit you've been marinating the kid in. Oh, the sack. Ugh. 
God. You know what I feel bad for? I feel bad for the poor guy or gal who has to go into operating rooms and clean up. Like mop and shit. Because you know there's shit on the floor. Self-checkout baby deliveries. No shit. There you go. Just cut yourself here. Pull it out. You're good to go. That'll be $6,000. Rather than the usual 7000 but we're giving you a break since you pulled the child out yourself. It's very moist and full of discharge. Oh, yeah. My wife was knocked out for the C-section for our twins. Hell, that's the way I'd want to be. Oh, boy. The Reds, the, the Cincinnati Reds, their affiliate team, the Chattanooga Lookouts, are in a little bit of trouble today. If the story comes up. Getting tired of this. Oh, I'm getting so tired of this bullshit. Wrap around a rope and pulley and give it a tug. All right, let's see. Uh, let's see. What, what's the name of this team? Uh, let's see if I can find it. Uh, Reds Minor League Team uh, News. Okay. Oh, good. It won't even open there either. All right. Let's go to the phone, shall we? Sorry about this today, ass family. This is not making me happy whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. The Chattanooga Lookouts. They're the minor league team that we're talking about here. Now my phone's not wanting to work. There we go. Um, it, it's discontinuing selling a T-shirt. It was criticized. <laughs> um, they tried to combine its nickname... The, the the lookouts, uh, but Chattanooga's nickname is Nuga. And where the two O's are, they put in I's, and they say that it looked tremendously like the N-word. Another user said, that shirt can't be real. The team pulled the shirt, but other sites were quickly to copy the logo and sell it on their own. I can't, I, I, I don't see a picture of it. If I had a picture of it, I couldn't share it with you because, well, <laughs> my computer's being a shithead today. So let's see, I'm on my phone here. Um, ooh, what do I got? Uh, Send something to Braddy. There we go. Uh, all right, let's look up. Let's see if I can find it here. Uh, Nuga shirt. Oh boy. <laughs> 
Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, come on. Let me open the fucking page. Please let me open the page. All right, here. I just Googled it. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that, that. I don't see Nuke in there at all. <laughs> Send that shirt to Joe Murphy. Oh, God almighty. Oh, that's so fantastic. Oh, go to link. Let's see. Oh, wait. Something went wrong. Try again. Oh, my computer's still not working. That's okay. We're still going to trek through. That's just too damn funny. Oh, I almost want one of those shirts now, but I don't. I, I don't because I don't like the reds. And I don't want to get shot if I go out in public with that shirt. Uh, we're gonna. We're only gonna do three more stories because I can't get anywhere on the internet here, and it's pissing me off. Unless you guys got questions for me. According to my so- sources, Joe Murphy ordered a truckload. You know that wouldn't surprise me. That shirt is fucking hideous. Yeah, yeah. That 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 shirt's not a good idea. Um. All right. Let's see here. Uh, Temple University, well, I guess I can't find it there either. Fucking Christ almighty. Now I'm starting to fucking lose patience. That's never, ever good. All right, we'll just do this off my phone. I don't even know why I have a fucking computer. It ain't going to fucking work. Somebody's spamming me. Potential spam. Oh, wait, you know what? Hey there, you're live on the air. Who's this? Total spam call. All right. Temple University is set to host its first ever Philly Fat Con this October. A a Fat Con. You can't find Temple University because Bill Cosby went back for alumni reunion and gave it its GSB. Um, It's a judgment-free, fat-focused event featuring fat-friendly fitness classes. Do you know what a fat-friendly fitness class is? It's not going to the gym. Vendors, talks with influencers, a Halloween costume party, and more. The fat sex therapist, Sonali Rashwantwar, who uses they-he pronouns, is slated to be a conference keynote speaker. And they'll focus on the white supremacist ideals for being fat phobia, the social construct of health and fat trauma, and the intersection of fat and gender, according to their website. Well, I tell you what, I tell you what, they, they, they're trying. They are trying. Now, I've been fat my whole life. I'm going to be fat until the cancer kicks in and it fucking wipes me out. Hopefully soon. Um, <laughs> the, 
they have been trying so hard. We we saw that influencer a, a few weeks ago or a couple months ago who's gone to the airline saying we need bigger seats for fat fucks. Um, you've done this to yourselves, people. You have done this to yourselves. Do you know I know how to get fucking I, I'm not stupid. I am not dumb whatsoever. If I wanted to go back to the gym and start working out, I could lose weight. If I, I know what the right things to eat are. At one time in my life, I used to eat that way. I would eat boiled chicken. I, I, I would eat that kind of shit. Why? Because I wanted to get healthy and, and be ready for softball. Don't want it anymore. Don't care. I know that the amount of Dr. Pepper I drink in a day would drown an orca. And I don't care. I like it. it. It tastes good. You made me give up drugs and alcohol world. I'm not giving up Dr. Pepper and tobacco. And stop it. Stop coddling these fat fucks. They're fat. Like there, There's some guy on TikTok who tries to eat like 40,000 calories every meal or some shit. I'm sitting there going, and you wonder why you're fat. I'm like the least sympathetic fat person to fat people ever. She's so right about fat phobia being white supremacy. Why those slave masters had their slaves run laps and themselves lifted weights to fit properly under those white sheets. I mean, fuck it. All those skinheads and KKK members of modern day are all thin and not one among them. You sign up your probationary period for your hood until you're a certain BMI standard. Ice cold Dr. Pepper is heaven. It is. And and look here, look. You shouldn't be ashamed if you're fat. You should understand that if you're fat, you've done it to yourself. And you can blame your mama. You can blame your daddy. You can blame grandma for serving you fried foods. You can say that eating was my response. Well, alcohol was my way to fucking cope with uh, the issues of being told that I killed my mother when I was five months old. That I, I used alcohol and pills to cope with the fact that I thought my birth killed my mother and that I was adopted for 40 years of my entire life. And then when I realized, wait a second, I was just a fucking crutch. And I have to ask the question. I have to ask the hard question, and I did, and I found out it wasn't. So guess what? And I was off those products by then. If your thing is running to food, then, then either change or just stop bitching about it. Realize that your fat ass trying to get on a fucking plane ain't going to fit. I'm sorry. It ain't. You might have to buy two seats. Sorry for you. The day I need, the first day I ever needed the the extension was one of the saddest days of my life because I realized I had let myself go. And then I didn't give a fuck. I said, fuck it. Fat con. Good Lord. You know McDonald's and Burger King are fighting for spots there. To be the... the <laughs> To be the official food of FatCon? I want to go to FatCon and play cow and pig noises in my loudspeaker in the front door. 
I got one for you. This one, you don't even have to go to FatCom for it. Just If you're ever out in Sacramento, you happen to see somebody walking around the store and you know who she is. I call them M-Mek, M-K-K-K, Donald. Especially when they don't have the M-K-K-K ribs. When people say they, they're big boned, I tell them, yeah, me too, and, all hide, and the fat hides them. Don't forget Taco Bell and Burger King. <laughs> Boy, KFC won't stand a chance there, will it? Or will it be KKKFC? <laughs> the colonel is white, and he did wear white suits all the time. Coincidence? I don't think so. My flight to uh, to Austin, I had no one next to me until the last border, a big-ass woman. She sits next to me and then needs to put the armrest up because she doesn't fit. She took part of my seat. I guess it's a good thing I'm thin. Yeah, and, and look, look. That's just... Arby's are a- A-OK, though. <laughs> or are they A-O-K-K-K-K? Or just K-K-K? In fact, eating anything is white supremacy, pretty much, yes, because slaves never ate. That's the one thing that they don't teach in the history, but they never ate. They were, they were able to work hard all day long in the hot sun in the south, but they never ate. Why? Because white supremacy. Look it, look it up. You think I'm making this up? I'm not making this up. I am making it up. Don't look it up. Just stop with the fat people. Look, I'm sorry you're fat. I'm sorry that society judges you for it. I really am. I've been judged my entire life, and I just don't care. If that's the best thing you got on me is that I'm fat, I'm going to destroy you. I am going to make you weep in the name-calling game. Because, see, here's, here's the thing that I learned about myself is that my tongue is full of acid. Yeah. And if I don't like you, and if I want to spit some fire at you, I am going to, and I am going to decimate you. Especially if you come after me with weak, fat shit. You come after me with weak, fat shit, talk about me killing my mother or something. At least let's break it up. Talk about my terrible green eyes. Tell about my, 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 my shitty choice in tattoos. Go after something new. Go with the fat thing. I, I The gloves are off for me because, see, here's the thing. I'm a pro. I'm, I, I'm a pro. And one thing you learn about pros is you don't want to fuck with them. Maybe we should boycott Pizza Hut, too, since Hut is derogatory towards people who live in huts. Very true. We all know Colonel Sanders stole the recipe from black slaves. White people don't use spices like that. (laughs) That's why we're never invited to the fucking cookouts. I had sex with a fat woman in Reno last week. Not pleasurable. (laughs) Oh, speaking of Nevada. Oh, wait, no, I I can't do that one. Mage, Mage, I might need you here. Gotta see if you know this person. Uh, it seems a uh, Japanese uh, journalist, uh, oh, oh, by the way, uh, if we're going to do this right, then uh, 
Uh, I said, uh, what did I say? Japanese journalist? Uh, Japanese uh, journalist Masako Gana. Really? Come on. Come on. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? We're talking about Japanese people, for Christ's sake. Japanese police arrested family of three in Hokkaido, Hokkaido, Edo, Hokkaido, for allegedly decapitating a man and then taking his head home. Finders capers. The victim's body was discovered in a hotel room in the city of Sapporo, the capital of Japan's northmost per, uh, prefecture. The victim was 62-year-old Hitoshi Iru, who was found in a love hotel in the red light district of Sapporo City. By the way, uh, Mage, how am I doing with pronunciations? I think I'm pretty much spot on. Uh, The story made waves earlier when police arrested Runa Tamaro and her father, uh, psychiatrist Osamu Tamura. On charges of mutation of a corpse, theft, and disposal of a body. They arrested the mother also, uh, searching the family's home. And they found the victim's head in the home. They arrested the family of three. Um, The victim had attended a disco event popular among the LGBT community before checking in a love hotel where the incident occurred. Love hotels, as if we need this explained to us, thank you, writer of this story. Love hotels often rent out rooms nightly or by the hour and are routinely utilized for sexual activities. Are they involved with the sense that we talked about with, uh, with, with Scott Disick, the sense of hotels? I'd love to get a, a love hotel scent. Smells like bleach and regret. According to the Hakiado Shampoo, investigators said the hotel's cameras showed the victim entering the hotel with someone carrying a large suitcase. One person was captured on camera leaving with a large suitcase later that night. Police also suspect the father dropped off and picked off Runa from the hospital. Footage appears to show two women checking into the hotel and only one checking out. There you go. Hopefully, Mage, I hope you didn't know anybody involved there. God bless you, brother. Any relation to that legendary boxing champion Piston Honda or Sumo Edmund Honda, who became a street fighter? No, no, I, I, I do not know. I do not know. Our final story also seems to be weird and strange and sexually dread. Um, oh Jesus! Is this is this what this was last week? Oh, 
Remember last week when we we saw that video of the guy throwing shit out of the hotel room in Vegas? That Scott Disick commercial is so stupid, he's wearing old stinky tennis shoes for a high-end hotel. The idea that you want your house to smell like a hotel is stupid. The suspect was spotted throwing furniture and electronics out of a broken window of the Caesars Palace. By the way, he was a convicted sex offender, suspected of killing his roommate's girlfriend and living with her dead body because... Y'all ready for this? Now, now, you know what? Ask family, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you... You make the call. This um, convicted sex offender who is suspected of killing his roommate's girlfriend and living with her but dead body, they asked, why are you still living with the dead body? Ask family, what do you think he said? Great one, Rhino. See, uh, Rhino says climate change. No. Sanchez family says still fucking it. Ken Dog says I still love her. Whitewash says making sweet loving. Stackar says why not try Bud Light. Scott says some parts are still warm. Banging it. Oh, he was having sex with it. He was a necrophiliac. Ty made sweet love while listening to Adele tracks. I can't do the Adele thing here. Um, what dead body? Well, it seems like the, the, the body had been in the closet her body was found. She was hung in a closet. And she was in the closet for about two months. Um, he was afraid. He, he didn't. Well, first of all, he said he was afraid to go back to jail. So he kept the air conditioning at 60 because the number of flies in the house. But then when they asked him, why did you keep her in the house? He said... Because I thought she might come back to life. Holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! Wow. Wow. She was alive as much as that former second radio show. Probably smelt better than oink oink. Yeah. I thought she was going to come back to life. You choked her to death, but then you thought, you know what? She's just faking. These flies, they aren't real. This is all a figment of my weird imagination. She's going to come back to life. She's going to fall in love with me. We're going to have 48 kids together. Good God. That does it for us today, ass family. Uh, We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Hopefully we will not have the same computer issues. Um, until then, please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, uh, adios, uh, everybody. And if this song ends, then it ends because I have to go to the bathroom. El Prontito and adios, everybody. Uh.
is outside waiting to arrest him.